following podcast may contain a dash of popular profanities. Live, is it? Jeez, I'm really fucking loud. Fucking loud. Jeez, I'm really fucking loud. Fucking loud. I'm so excited to be on the show this week. I am excited to be on the show this week. I mean, I'm always excited to be on the show, but this week I'm exponentially excited to be on. Yeah. <laughs> I learned that from Walter Day. <laughs> Jerk. The nicest <laughs> man we've ever met. But he yawns. But he was very tired that day. He was day. tired. I'm interviewing. He's like, yeah, that's what we're trying to do. I'm Wiggly. On the phone is Kyle Von Kubik. Hello. You might know him from We Talk Games, Pick of the Buck. In the booth is Keith LaRoche. Yo. And sitting on a pizza box on a six-foot-high office desk is Stinky the Game Master, who uh, doesn't talk very much anymore. Especially when I have a sore throat, he doesn't talk. (laughs) This is called Pick of the Buck. Welcome to Pick of the Buck, everybody, where we pick of the buck each week. We take a dollar and you write your name on it and we put it in a hat and then we pick your dollar out of there. And if your dollar has the name on it, then you win. <laughs> but then you get it for your weekend. Why? Because you have a dollar and you want to go to the arcade and put it in one machine. And you put it in the change machine and then... Uh, you get three tokens for yeah, some reason. Three tokens. And, one and of now those, it's on cards. One of those gambling they, games. They do, yeah, they do it even trickier now. They put credits on a little card so it's not right yeah dollars to credits, some weird ratio why are we talking about this that's we not right about this incredible game that we're going to review how am week? i going to buy my tootsie fruitsy ice cream with a fun spot card <laughs> do you accept fun spot fun spot still does tokens <laughs> oh do they yeah and they got a good token policy too but you do get cards you can get a fun spot gift card yes that yeah, because can. uh Miley Lichtenwalner got me one of those. Or Ken, I believe, did that. Oh, yeah, that's right. Ken Dudley. <laughs> yes. That's right. Hey, what was the name of our secretary that was here? Oh, Tishka Honeypot. Tishka Honeypot. She was here for half a bag of Funyuns, and then she left. That's right. Today, we're going to talk about one of Kyle's picks. Each week, we give a clue at the end, so you can try to use your video game, mean arcade game geek skills. You got to pour over your Arcade Today magazines. To try to figure out what game we're talking about. My clue was a giraffe, a giant robot, and a limpet mine walked into a Blues Brothers bar. And yours was... Uh, Blues Traveler lyrics. Oh! Which gave it away. It did not because give it away at all. Because uh, when the saints come marching in, oh. I like to cut the head off. Of a T-Rex and wear it around. Hey, I'm going to be honest. Yeah. I don't think 
anybody who listens to this show has, has played this game. And including that me. Is criminal because this game is incredible. It is 1992's Boogie Wings, aka the Great Ragtime Show from Data East. I got to tell you, I love Data East. And I cannot believe I have never played this game. This is probably one of the best games. I think you have to be good at it to enjoy it as one of the greatest games ever created in the world. You definitely need some games behind you to see all of the things that it was doing prior to games that you love. For instance, for me, this game is if you were to take Metal Slug and mm-hmm. 1942 and smash it together. Somehow, yeah, exactly. And that's what this game is. And if that sounds exciting to you, it's because it is and it's in this game. <laughs> it is insanely great. The only thing that I wrote to help me remember about things is just Metal Slug. That's all I wrote because yes. everything else, I, I didn't have to write anything else. Well, that's probably a great compliment. You know I, I mean? had to actually pause the game to write notes because I didn't want to stop playing it. Exactly, and that's what I—that's what I meant. I went when I started going on this. I just wanted to keep playing, and then I just noticed, hey, you know, they get into vehicles like Metal Slug does, but the the characters are very, very small, so you can have a lot more and more crazy that happens. So why don't you tell us what it is? It's a shooter. It's a side-scrolling shooter. It actually is very similar to a game that I played years ago called uh, Metal Warriors, which was on the Super Nintendo. came out in 1995, and it was a joint venture between Konami and LucasArts. And in that game, you operated a mech, and you'd fly around in space, and then you would jump out of the mech as this little man. So for people familiar Mm. with that game, it hits on those notes a little bit. But what's really exciting about this game is... What was cool about Metal Slug was jumping into the tank and jumping on the back of the camel, a couple different vehicles. There are dozens of different vehicles in this game, and you start off with a uh, fighter plane, a biplane, similar to what you see in 1942. Now, the game, when I read up about it, it says it's supposed to be set uh, during World World War War I. (laughs) Yeah. For me playing it, I saw more of like a 1930s influence to it it's super steampunky super ornate motif and you you, like i said it's a horizontal shooter and then when your plane gets uh destroyed you're a little man running along the bottom of the screen with this awesome gun uh and you're shooting up at planes tanks airships but they're they're not the airships that you not a a zeppelin Mm -hmm. but actual like an ironclad from 1920 floating along with uh, gyrocopters pulling it along. Vehicles range from tanks to fire trucks to helicopters to what you touched on, elephants, giraffes. There's a pogo stick in this game, which was hilarious. You're a mecha frog? Yeah, that was one of the stranger... I didn't. I guess that's the best way. I thought it was supposed to be like a gyrocopter, but it just sort of hopped around. Yeah. So yeah, I would. I would agree with you. That's sort of like a mecha frog. And oh man, I I love to think about all the other. And this is a game where you sort of don't want to tell people what's happening. You know, you don't want to talk too much about it because you want them to experience some of these surprises. But by the same token, you want to talk all about it. Yeah, visually, it is very interesting. It's exciting. The gameplay is repetitive, but you never feel like it is repetitive because it does so many different things between 
the environment and the arrangement of villains coming at you and then the end bosses that even though it really is just a side-scrolling shooter they're changing it up and giving you so many different things to look at that it's almost overwhelming and you just want to keep playing more to see what the next thing is the stages are all sort of these set pieces my favorite being christmas town where at the <laughs> very, end very you fight christmas. a giant santa claus that goes between a good and evil Santa. And when he's good, he'll throw out power-ups. And when he's bad, he's throwing out bombs and enemies at you. <laughs> shoots <laughs> shoots <laughs> missiles out of his bag and, and old-style uh, uh, like B-52 bombs and stuff like that. Right. And, I mean, I, there really is so much to talk about, and I don't want to go all over the place. But while we're on the topic of bosses, you also get to fight a Trojan horse, Frankenstein, and a Ferris wheel. So there's like weirdness happening. It's funny. It's humorous. And the music in the game is incredible. It reminds me a lot of good Sega Genesis music. Mm -hmm. And it actually takes, like in Christmas Town, it takes joy to the world yeah. and makes it this sort of electronic version of it like if you were to take that song and cram it through the music processor of a sega genesis that's what you get and i mean that in the biggest compliment possible because i was hysterical playing that board hearing joy to the world as i'm blowing away santa claus and i think the levels are pretty long for side-scrolling shooters yeah you, there's definitely a good amount of gameplay in this game like, it's not one of these games where you're going to dump in 10 credits and be done with it in a half hour. Oh, no. I, th I think I played it for probably an hour 15. Wow. Straight. I, I just didn't, I didn't stop playing. And the best part is, even when you're done with the game, the credit screen comes up and you're still playing. So that way, if you missed out on some of the vehicles, there's a second opportunity to try them out, which I thought was a really cool touch. You can't get in and out of the vehicles. You can. Yeah. Oh, see, I, I don't know how to, to get out of the plane. You like, can't get out of the plane, but you can get off other vehicles. I didn't know that. Yeah, you might be able to get out of the plane, but I think you just have to crash. But the, the the vehicles you do, you do, you have to press like up and and B or something, or down and B, one of the two. Oh, that's a shame get... because every time the elephant came up, I was in something, <laughs> and I was always discouraged because I'm like, I want to try the elephant. And the elephant and the and the giraffe, I think they both like pop wheelies. You know, they both get really running and they go up on their their hind legs and stuff. And there's a giant uh, robot that you could be in there. You can yeah, select. Yeah, the giant robot looks a lot like Gigantor. It's yeah, very much so. Uh -huh, indeed, indeed. The in fact, the more the Japanese version of. Uh, Tetsujin 48. Sure. I'll edit that out. Okay. Um, all right, with these bells. And you can choose what world you want to go to. So even if you lose, you can still go to the select screen and choose, oh, I want to go to uh, Merry Merry Christmas, or I want to go to... Well, isn't that isn't yes that's that what one. it's called merry merry christmas and then detroit rock city detroit is another rock one city. and uh and the but it's world war one fantasy right detroit rock city yeah and my i think my favorite play on words though had to be that uh coney island yes instead of coney island it was k-o-n-y yes it was k-o-n-y island yeah and that's where you fight the Ferris wheel, and it's coming at you Indiana Jones style halfway through the... Uh, actually, no, a quarter way through, it breaks off, 
and then it's chasing you for the rest of the game. Yeah. Amazing title. And then one thing that you didn't touch on was the hook. Right. Which and that's was, what, what I wanted to save was. that towards the end because oh, that's okay. also a very interesting thing about this game. Yeah. Whenever you die, you start off in the plane. And the plane has a fish hook hanging off the back of it. Is that what it is? A fish hook? It really looks like a fish hook. It's like way over. I mean, proportionately, it's about half the size of the plane. And it swings from a chain like a, uh, a morning star or a mace. Yeah. And you can use it to hook onto vehicles and whip them around or drop them. You can also pick up a spiked ball and actually have a morning star. That's a limpet mine. I think. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're absolutely right. And you can whip that around. And what's cool is that uh, sometimes an enemy will get behind you, but you'll find that sweet spot so you can float above them and just sort of dangle that Mm -hmm. onto them to, uh, you know, destroy your enemies. Now, the whipping motion is unique in that you don't press a button for it to start going around your plane. You have to actually move your plane around in a circle to, right. to make the physics happen to make whatever it is that you picked up go around in circles. Like you could pick up a dude, pick yes. up a statue. You pick up the giraffe or the, giraffe. Or the, uh, the, the elephant if you yeah, want. The flower pot, which is so handy. <laughs> when you get that and you're like, God damn it, let go of it. Trying to pick up this truck. There's a lot of that in this game. There's a, a there's a little dog in a, a lot of the different stages that chases you for some reason, and you can't do anything yep. about it. It doesn't hurt you. It just sort of follows you, but doesn't give you any sort of power-up for doing that. Uh, there's pennants you can collect. As far as I can tell, they don't do anything. <laughs> you just knock them down, and they yeah. float to the ground. There's the Blues Brothers in the background <laughs> for some reason, although there is a couple points in the game where the Blues Brothers do jump down and try to attack you. Oh, I missed Oh, that. and quick addendum, it's K-O-N-Y-I, Island. Y-I, okay, that's, yes, why, that's, that's why I say Kong Yi, okay. Yes. You can also hook onto one of the vehicles that you might want to get in, and mm-hmm. then if, when you get shot down, you could jump into that right away. Exactly. But it's, it's pretty difficult because you are moving at a pretty good clip. Most of the game is very quick. Definitely want to replay it. Definitely want to check out things I probably missed. But I was having such a good time playing it that I didn't want to put it down. It is by far one of my favorite games that we've talked about on this show. It's such a good game. I feel like we're selling it short by not having more to say. Not since In the Hunt has there been a better limpid mind game (laughs) than Boogie Wings. Now, do you think that maybe no one knows about this because it's called Boogie Wings? Yeah, it was called Boogie (laughs) Wings here, and then it was called The Great Ragtime Show. What it should have been called was, this game should have been the Rocketeer game. Oh. (laughs) Because really. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if they just, at the height of that movie, if they called it Rocketeer. Was there a height of that movie? That's a good point. (laughs) Before the movie came out and there was all the hype about that movie. Yes, yes, the hype, yes. Yes, if they put the, just called this Rocketeer, everyone would have went out to see that movie. Yeah, and somehow worked Jennifer Connelly's boobs into it (laughs) and uh, as like the background or something, that would have been even better. Uh, I, I like the Rocketeer game. Do you? I mean, uh, makes movie. one of you. I mean, movie. Oh, okay. I, you know, I'm lukewarm on the movie. I don't hate it like a lot of people do. I mean, but if it, you're a fan of that movie, I think you'll be a fan of this like, game. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, most of the time I watch that movie, I. Oh, I see where you're Some going of those dresses. <laughs> huh. 
Wow. So if you uh, like Metal Slug, if you like 1942, if you like drooling over Jennifer Connelly's bosoms, uh, <laughs> if you like steampunk or or uh, the Gilded Age of America high fantasy, you're going to dig this game. I'm sure I'm speaking for both of us when I say I truly cannot recommend this game enough. This game needs to be played once you're done listening to this show by hook or by crook. See yes. what I did there? Ah, ah, Figure out how to play this game. Get it on your, uh, your magic box and let us know what you think because we love it. And not just can you hook things, but when you're a little tiny dude running around, some of those things you could pick up too. Some yeah, of the you could throw the stuff around. You could pick up and throw or you could go into a museum and uh, <laughs> blow up dinosaurs. And, you know, and run around with, uh, you know, might you might want to try to chomp people with uh, the with chomping the dinosaur head Rex head? Yeah, I'm not. I'm, I'm not saying that would happen. I'm just saying <laughs> that might be a little bit of fun thing to try to do. Yeah, the right museum here. stage and the Christmas stage were my two favorite stages. There was no stage where I was just like, ah, oh, this dragged on, or I'm disappointed with <laughs> yeah. this. I had fun throughout. Yeah, there's some things that repeat, but you don't notice that. The only things that I noticed that repeated were the vehicles. Right, you know, and, and they, but it. there's a good assortment in there, oh, hell and yeah. and the goofy ones don't come up as often. Like it's not like every time you turn around, a pogo stick shows up. But yeah. when it does, and you realize your little dude is hopping on a little pogo stick, it is hilarious and awesome. Because most of the time, I got on a pogo stick, I didn't even know I got into it. I'm just <laughs> boinging around, and there I am. I don't know why Data East has never released this, as far as I know. On any one of their daddy's compilations, I I can't. Think I can't of it. explain it either. I mean, this game's fantastic. I don't. I'm gonna guess it wasn't very successful, but it was successful enough to put it in two different regions under two different names. But it's called Boogie Wings. I, it's, it's just so poorly worst. named. Also called the Great Rag the Great Time. Ragtime Show, yep. which that's what it was called in Japan. One of the first speaking bits that come up, it says. Something like get ready for the great ragtime show or something. Yeah. Something and then you got a magician telling you, get ready to meet your maker. <laughs> I'm just shocked that I've never heard of this title or played it. Yeah. I'm glad I turned you on to it. Man. I read about it and was like, I think I want to play this game now. Man. All right. Well, uh, now uh, let's uh, let's get some expert gaming advice on Boogie Wings. <laughs> Maybe. Magic suck will connect you. Magic suck. Hi, John, back with the tip uh, again this week. Of course, I'm not call it a pro player tip. It's got to be expert gaming advice at the moment because of a cease and desist. It's an in by one, Mr. J. Snooker. This also means we're not allowed to talk about murder. Anyway, back to the game at hand. It's Buggy Wings from Dead East in 92. And I'll be honest with you, this is my kind of game. I can't even think of anything smarky or snarky to say about it. So I'll just give you a tip. Uh, on the Merry Merry Christmas stage, pick up the stage boss's head parts with a skyhook and throw it after you've destroyed the boss. Santa Claus will then appear on the screen. And of course, this tip is just as temporally relevant as all the other episodes that were recorded months ago and were meant for some kind of bizarre eternal summer. Anyway, I, I don't even have a plug this week, so stay healthy and 
whatever. I don't know. Fucking eat more burgers. Bye bye. Before we go, yes. I'd be remiss that this is a game you definitely want to play with someone else because oh. if they jump in a vehicle and you hook that vehicle, like say you and I are playing and you're in the fire yep. truck and I hook you with my plane, you can keep shooting yep. as I'm whip, whipping you around. So I want people to know that this is great to play by yourself, but even more fun to play with others. It's it, I, it's it's. <sighs> It's fantastic. Well, people are finding out now. I know this I was game. Say, is what a stacked. shame nobody knows about I'm it. I'm giving this game and the stacked seal of approval. It is. It is so stacked that it will probably win our Wekak Flipkies Award ceremony. I didn't even know that was happening. It might. It's going to get all the awards. It best, will get best every use award, of Santa Claus. Except, <laughs> it will get every award except the best uh, podcast of the year award. Right. I'm going to do pick it a buck first, and then we'll tease. So uh, Kyle sent in his dollar. I sent in mine. Like I say, you put in a hat with, and you've got your name on it. You saw, and if, if you look at the cover art for the shows, you'll see how many people do the their names on there. And it's, so it's Miley Cyrus signed it. Pele signed it. Pele, Elvis. Um, so many people signed that bill, though I wouldn't know who won it. You're supposed to only have one name. Uh, so I think they got that wrong. But hey, you know, at least people are trying. So Kyle's buck is in here. Mine is in here. I shuffle them up while you find out about this. If you want to get in touch with us, there's many ways to do it, and it's very easy. You're already online because you're listening to this show. You so are. check it, check us out on Facebook. We Talk Games Facebook page. You can like us. You can join in in the discussion. Be a part of that community. Follow us on Twitter. Our Twitter handle's at We Talk Games. Those two places, things are happening every day. So while you're waiting for the next episode to happen, Hop on there and join in. Be a part of the community. You can be a part of the community even further by going to wetalkgames.com and logging in with one of many social media outlets, whether it be Facebook, Twitter, or your Windows Live ID. Also, you can write to us, stinky at wetalkgames. Give us suggestions. Tell us what you think of the show. We like your feedback, and we would love to get your feedback on iTunes. Leave us a review. Leave us a rating. And if you did years ago... It's dead to us. So why don't you renew it? Log in. Give us a fresh review about the new format. Let us know what you think. It really does. It helps out the show. Indeed. Gets the word out there. How many uh, other gaming podcasts are now our friends on Twitter and on Twitter? Many. Dozens. Yeah. Okay. Let me just pick this buck. Okay. Uh, I win, of course. Two Whoa, bucks shocking. Two bucks I got. There's something I want to say, but I this there's this poster of this macy's girl and she's got a we talk games bumper sticker over her eyes oh nice hey don't forget you can still pick up pick it a buck get some bucks and you can pick up the pro gear over yeah, at go, WeTalkGames.com. Go to the pro, pro shop yeah. at wetalkgames.com you'll see it on the right hand side click it there's a bunch of t-shirts to select from you can also get a poster and uh, bumper stickers as well and every purchase ships with a super secret gifts uh, maybe yeah maybe more than one who knows and you yeah. never know what you're going to get sometimes it's utter garbage and other times it's not such garbage right and not only that but this entire month Everything in the store is free with money. <laughs> you give us your money, you get the stuff free. We'll even throw in the envelope. So let's give our clue for next month's episode. Next week. Weekly. Okay. What were we hey, thinking? I don't know. I give up. I quit. I quit again. We're not at 200 episodes yet. You can't do We're that. almost there. And I it think. has to be 200 episodes of Pick of the Buck. <laughs> 
it. All right. It resets Those are every, the rules. It resets every time we add a new dimension to and the show. And then we'll call up Eric Alex from the farm system. Yeah. And John will take over for me. Very good. And then we'll be producing the movie. Uh, oh, by the way, Stinky's movie? Update. Coming out soon. Okay. That's what he told me. All right. So uh, my clue is going to be, I hope it's not your clue. I hope not. <laughs> my clue is, I'm your friend. That was my clue. <laughs> okay. Only I was going to say it more like, I'm your friend. <laughs> Okay, so there's two clues for you. <laughs> exactly <laughs> and, the same clue. And now Titi Schmookins will give her We Talk Games Video Power Magazine Pickety Buck Arcade Game audio clue for next week. Hello, I am Titi Schmookins. Here is next week's We Talk Games Video Power Magazine Pickety Buck Arcade Game audio clue. Good luck, geeks. All right, everybody. Hey, that's it, right? We did the pick of the buck. I won. We did the plugs. You won. That's right. So I hope you like us. We'll see you next uh, week month on We Talk Games Pick of the Buck. Goodbye. Bye. The Great Ragtime Show.